we all have people in life that um, stimulate our mind. And how they happen to come into our life is always sometimes pretty curious. So my Hungarian, uh, Jewish Hungarian friend, um, older, we have these daily talks sometimes, and sometimes weekly, monthly, bi-monthly. But it's always good because he's so full and rich with history and fun. Here's our message to you. Have a good listen. It's relative and today. Notice what the progressos did, reversing the two words. But as I told you, and you concurred with me, that it's impossible to put those two words in the same sentence, in the same breath. One reason only, three words. Once you're a socialist, you're a tyrant, my way or a highway. And the two best examples for you, I'm surprised you read that so well. I can even determine by you getting that pseudonym so these lefties wouldn't know and trace you. I truly tip my head. You're not a girl to get compliments, but this was smart. No, Mike, nobody can even... Yeah, the, the smartest one can't figure out who is Nana. Nana is a lady, uh, uh, whether she's a babysitter. Or... <laughs> anyway, why I'm telling you this, because these two examples tell you all. A, uh, when Judge Kavanaugh, you know, the, the yeah. Roe versus Wade happened, all these lunatics, the uh, woke idiots, then Tifa and all these, they marched in front of his home wanting to hang him, right? Right. And the second one is even a better proof. And you know this in your dreams. If you take 1,000 children and 1,000 pa parents, right? Which side, <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face, would agree? Oh, no, first, which side would not even allow the grandchildren? children to visit the children much less they would never go at the same christmas table together it's not 50 60 70 percent it's 110 percent clear cut right because right. a conservative you know would never turn away from a child no of course of course of course yeah. of course Can you find better examples than these two <laughs> it's 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 rather simple you know, it, once you get past the, the, how do you say it, the, once you get past the illogic, yeah. it's very logical, right? No but the problem is you get stuck in the illogic rather easily because that's an emotional thing. You know, the illogic is always an emotional thing. I don't and, know when we originally met, if I mentioned to you this about our country versus israel regarding trump did i ever mention to you because i don't want to repeat myself no i no? don't remember we, well we met at my house in santa monica in front of my right. house in santa monica right yeah. you're the one who opened my eyes about susan rosenberg when i mentioned to you you said she lives in our neck of the woods that stunned me <laughs> it's funny well, how I, it's, it's funny I how, tell you how i learned english Mike. it's funny yeah, how if you read memory one and of course, those four years Latin in medical school made me right. beat 95% of these college idiots in the game of Scrabble. <laughs> but in advance and in master rooms, Mike, 
then that's my pastime. I think I may have mentioned to you that in America, the television, the entire media, New York Slimes, LA Times, all the constipated network news work, <laughs> like Mike Levine, that's, I, he coined the words, not me. Yes, yes. <laughs> the reason I listened to him, you may even know this about him, he is the best US constitutional attorney, yeah. bar none, Mike Levine. Yeah. He even, he started, I think, serving in Nixon administration. Correct. Anyway, uh, as far as knowing the progressos, uh, uh, of course, Dennis Prager. Incredible knowledge. But I, he changed my mind, actually, one day. You know why? Because he gave the title to David Horowitz. Um, him. Why? Yeah. Because he, he came from a communist family. Right. Incidentally, speaking of communist family, who do you think... Vagina Giggles' father is. Who? Uh, the reason you don't know who Vagina Giggles is. No. You are the humorist. <laughs> tell, me, tell me, who paved her way all the way to the top through her twat? Hmm. You Kamala. To... Kamala. No way. At age twenty-nine, you're not aware. She no. was the concubine of Willie Brown in San Francisco. Oh, I knew that. Right. Okay. So from then on, and you know, when first word came out that the progressos may push, push her in, the White House, Willie Brown was vehemently against. He knows that she's a empty skirt. She's a, a airhead, complete. You notice anytime she doesn't have an answer, what does she do? Giggles incessantly. Yes. Right. Well, you know, that's part of their their plan, though, right, is to put people who don't have original thoughts but are good actors. Look at look at a question to you, yeah. Mike. I'm, I'm having my cereal now. Yeah. Do you do you uh, recall or have you seen because I never watch TV. I play the game of Scrabble with right. folks all around the world on pogo.com and it's not like word with friends heck you have a half a day to think of a word no it's competitive chess right right 45 seconds to two minutes you lose a turn nah you see the way life should be why i'm asking you who is running the country of course everybody knows that the corpse like bbc calls him the corpse not me Look, just two best examples for you. When a person says that he's been 160 years in Senate, hello, four lifetimes? Yeah. And the second biggest doozy he said, you may have heard it, maybe not. About a year ago, he said the first time since World War II, Putin invaded Russia. Hello, his own country? Yeah. <laughs> is blithering. There's no question about that. But the reason I mentioned to you about Barack Hussein, because he was on Colbert show, and I got it, uh, you know, I read news in a couple languages. Right. I got this clip on the internet, and I had to put it on my telephone. It's about a 30-second clip. And if you haven't heard it, I'll play it to you now. That's yeah, what I'm play. looking for. It. Where he says, the question came, Mr. President, 
have you ever considered the third term? Now, here is verbatim what he said. This doesn't show the whole thing, but I remember him saying the following. Actually, many, many a times, I am missing the camaraderie, and if I could be sitting in a basement in my jogging suit and two earpieces, and uh, they'll implement my ideas, I'll be fine with that. <laughs> what do you but, think of that? You know, that's what's you, happening. So, officially, it's his third term. Well, you know, I'm sorry, unofficially. You know, the okay. fact is, his first two terms were a failure, right? There's no so, question. So, the There's question no one, so one this, and a half percent GDP, the worst in history. So this validates that his ego is bigger than his mind. There is no question. And the, the issue is, I've come to the conclusion, and I've always said this, he is the weakest link. Because of, of the same reasons that in the, in the old parable, the giant fell, right? Because you got to realize, as the ego grows, so does the everything else diminish because we can always only work at a capacity of a hundred percent. So he is the weakest link. Now what's putting that in front of him. We already know we see the world economic. We see all the things that's happening. We're seeing the plan. The plan is pretty obvious because it's getting toward the end. Not of end times. I just mean the end of their plan. Um, right. You see what's happening in Canada. You see why they want Newsom there. You see why uh -huh. they're going to push him out, Biden out, so they can put Newsom in there, so they can have a. What they want is is America to be a puppet, right? They're trying to in Mexico. They're trying to implement a Mexican woman who's the mayor here, who's just a puppet uh -huh. once again. Right. So, so they're putting puppet masters. They're not even masters. They're puppets, and and they have faces and ideas that are very against the people but at the same time that is how they've done it they've done it by manipulating the ego to want to succeed which is natural but i, I still have a question though i mean you're you're, you're a, a deep philosopher of of knowledge What's the end? I mean, the people who are manipulating all this. I'll tell you what. When you see around us now, left, right, center, whatever, 79% of the population don't like to pay $9.99 for 18 eggs in the 99-cent store. They see what's happening. They don't need to be awakened, you know. Yeah. That's one. So that's why it cannot continue. And look, again, in, I surmise to you the last 24 months in just one example. I believe it's as clear as daylight. At first, if you remember, it was 6.8 trillion uh, wasted. Right, right. Now they added another 1.8. So yeah. Subsequently, after 8.3 trillion wasted, zero accomplished. Absolute zero. They can't. Now they throw the word infrastructure. That's mm. bullshit because the best yeah. example really tells you how big of a liars they are. 
Uh, your best example is what? That 450, if you look at that package that has 4,500 4, pages, you know, that nobody, <laughs> it's like Nancy Pelosi said, if you remember several yeah. years ago, you have to pass it to see what's in it. <laughs> the bill. To have the time to read it, it that's for being sure. 400 million given to Arab countries to protect their border when I don't have to reiterate to you how porous ours is because zero control. Uh, 750 terrorists marched across this last year and 5 million people from 38 countries just marched through. You have to remember. Words, there is no country on universe other than if, if you... Uh, look into it, Canada, that has no borders because they are our baby brother. If anybody lifts a pinky against Canada, we are right there, right? Right. But with with this Ukraine situation, I, I do know that we're going overboard because I, I uh, read the speech by... Uh, it's, he sounded like a... Uh, no, his name is, is either, probably Chinese. Whoever is the head of UN, he was saying that Ukraine has no borders, which is very true. It's not a separate country. Right, it was right. Over, it was part of what? Union of Soviet Socialists? Yeah, former US so Russia. I think yeah. it's mm -hmm. for sure that Crimea always belonged to Russia since Catherine the Great. I may have even mentioned that to you before. Right. Right. But Ukraine, there are two places, Donbass and Donetsk, where I would say almost 10 out of 10 people, Russian speakers, you see. So Ukraine simply um, took advantage of them because they were attacking them and they treated them like uh, third class citizens. But the rest, Putin is a thug, goes without saying. Uh, just look at his background. Right. Head of KGB in the most vulnerable, as I told you before, uh, in, in the world, Eastern Germany. And the Americans were shedding crocodile tears, about 30,000 yeah. American soldiers. Yeah. I learned in Soviet army that there were three-quarter million Russian soldiers on that border. Wow. Why? For the, the, they had a good reason, if I give you the numbers. America says... 20 million Russians lost lives. It's twice as many. Wow. So Zhukov, the one in charge who finally totally crushed the Germans, Zhukov said when they uh, hoisted the flag over Hitler's bunker that in Russian means we're going to erase the Germans from face of the map. Wow. That's the reason for and this, this number I'm giving you, three-quarter million, I heard in 1967 during the Mideast War, because Russia was like two peas in a pod, or, or like my former managers say, they were tight as frog pussy with, <laughs> uh, with, with, with them. So <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that, I learned English in the hood, 38th and Crenshaw. So... <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, since you are not a brother, you may even be stunned what I, what in a humorous way. No, actually, it's a jargon. Because 99% of hunkies, they call us, <laughs> were lost 
I'll remind you the incident. You definitely know it. It took place when Shmobamba, as always, jumped into conclusion racism. The call came in uh, when Skip Gates, the professor in Chicago, uh, lost his keys coming back from a trip. And across the street, the neighbors called in two people burglarizing a home. When he heard that he stepped on his doolally, like this black man called his feet, <laughs> he quickly invited them, this part you million percent aware of, the beer fest in the White House, to right. make peace between them. Luckily, one of those three cops was a brother. Otherwise, this would have never happened, this arrest. Uh, the Professor Gates and his buddy broke the back glass. Somehow, they were indoors already. The man in charge, Sergeant Crow, walked over the, the window uh, and, and him peeking out, he asked him politely, Professor Gates, kindly step out on the porch for four or five minutes. And my nephew, Captain Michael Weiss in New York, is a police captain. It's customary on a burglary, you know. For last time, they have to check every nook and cranny because the accomplice may be hiding lurking in the closet. His answer was the cause for the arrest. That's when the black cop spoke up and says, Sarge, I'm putting the shackles on this man. Let him mouth off downtown. So just to teach him a lesson, you know, formality, as you can imagine, they hauled his ass downtown quarters. <laughs> there are tens of thousands of jokes. <laughs> I'll put it on the plate for you. Uh, your mama is so fat. Yo, mama is so ugly, I have to hang pork chops on her ears for my dog to play with her. <laughs> but in this case, what is your opinion? What was so grave? Yo, mama. I step out for yo, mama. That was the answer. My so God. the black cab spoke up. Yeah. You talk to an average white person, they'll say he offended him. That, that's quite ambiguous. <laughs> What do you think it meant that it warranted the rest? When I told this to a black man, he couldn't stop laughing for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that he got it, you see. Of course, of course. You know. What it, meant, what it actually meant is I'll step out for yo mama, for, <laughs> who's a, who's a, who is a puta. The puta. for a cookie, for Kiponoki, not for you, fool. These are the nuances. The rest are simple. No, I truly understand American colloquialism. Yeah, <laughs> but that's for what sure. I was, regarding languages, I happen to be a linguist because right. folks are much better in mathematics, algebra. Not me. Weakest link. <laughs> now, this you must recall when we first met, and you mentioned to me that you're moving in a few months in Mexico. Right. I told you, you're going to be lost to the... Even though you are of Spanish descent, but your English is so impeccable that I don't think you understand Spanish. And you're correct. <laughs> you that you yeah. do. And I'm surprised. So you know what that tells me? Put you in Hungary, and it eight, eight months you speak Hungarian. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, Hungary, though. <laughs> well, they were the first ones to stand up against Stalin's regime, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, Hungary was that when I went there it was a very fascinating. Um, I, I, I don't know why I became engrossed by it. 
I mm-hmm. really, I just did. I didn't go to, I, and I didn't even go to, to the bad parts where the parts, everything happened. I mean, I was there. I just didn't go in. I just was engrossed by everything about it. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Then they told me that Hungary was the Mexico of Europe. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, when? well, maybe that's why. <laughs> when? Mexico of Europe in what regard? I, I didn't get it. The poor, the poor and the manufacturing and they used to, they, the poor that are there in, in Hungary. And Who that they were the, the workers. Workers in Hungary? Yeah, that they were in the past, in the history. I don't know in history or how well you understood it, but Hungary was little America for Russians. They well, yeah, I know everything. that. No, no. We lived, you know how far we lived from Hungary? How? About about 10 kilometers. Oh, wow. Which is less than, less than six miles. Yeah. First of all, I learned here in America, this will stun you, that come September of 1945, Yosif Vissarionovich Jugashvili, he was of Georgian descent, of course, Stalin, gave a nice present to the capital of Transcarpathian region, is exactly where I'm from, where my wife was born in the capital, Ungvar. And I am from a small Hungarian town where 100% Hungarians, nobody even spoke any Russian. You ask how to get to the nearest post office and you'll be lost Hmm. because we had six Hungarian schools, one Ukrainian and one Russian, as you can imagine, for children of border patrol offices, you see. So that's where my mama enrolled me. But to show you that I'm not exaggerating about being a linguist, if look, if until age 26, I haven't spoken three words of English and yet by by 1976, when I was already managing the dealership, and when you work in a mama papa store, you know you overworked and yeah. underpaid. I had to write those contracts, Mike. Not in Magyar, my mother tongue, Hungarian. It's called Magyar because even the country is called Magyar is the nation. Orsag uh. is the country. So thus, the word is Magyar Orsag is oh, Hungary. Well. Hungary in in Hungarian. So why I'm telling you not in that my language, not Russian Ukrainian, as you can imagine, was forced on us in the Ukrainian Soviet Republic, but in English, I never made a mistake because that's a dealer's biggest nightmare. Right. And if there were no computers, and what you may not realize, a dealer loses practically half of the car value, and there's no there's no point going to lawyers. It even costs double. In other words, worst nightmare the dealer cannot imagine than an unwind. Meaning, mm-hmm. the customer takes the car. Uh, next day, the bank is telling me that the down payment should be instead of 2500 3500 or the credit was weak. In those days, you didn't have TRW, right. with tax. Yes. And I had to decipher the person's ability to repay that loan. So bottom line is, I never made an error in my contract. 
that's why when I got my second job at the Acura in the uh, Toyota store in the Valley, Keys, Keys, Keys Acura, you may have heard Right, I know that. Yeah, I know the that. Valley, they, they hired me on the spot because when I wrote on my resume that no unwinds, that means I don't believe people bringing back a car. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the clincher. But you can imagine by 1982, how relieved I was, the very first computers I was involved was like a big suitcase. Yes. And IBM. If you recall, it was it was actually in car business. It was Oak Leaf, and it was geared for all the uh, programs for dealerships, you know, right. and the forms. So they gave they came, they just told me which one is which, and they left me alone. And and that's how you can imagine the relief I had. I didn't have to do all these when your parents were getting cars uh, by hand. I could just put in the information in that right. big suitcase and it just prints out like a breeze. So what I'm trying to tell you is that it was a great help uh, for me uh, as far as cutting time for customers to wait. But regarding Hungarian language, I had an interesting example when a Turkish person, that will tell you the, the, the common family of Hungarians, Turks, uh, the Ugro-Finn, Ugro Finn, Finnish language, many thousands years ago, they were brethren because uh, as a general manager at Kaiser Brothers, I, I, I think I told you it was downtown yeah. across convention center. Right. Your parents knew it as the third oldest Oldsmobile dealer in the nation. If the granddaughter was 94 years old, you can imagine. <laughs> They've been there since 1917. They own about eight blocks downtown. So why I'm telling you this? Because when I, when I worked there... Uh, this this uh, fellow was sitting with my salesman taking an application. And in those days, in early 90s, they had cassette tape players, you know. Right. And when I brought back his car, appraising, assessing the value, how much to allow him, I asked him a question. I, I said, you're not Turkish, are you? And he <laughs> says, why? Did you see my application? I said, no. <laughs> when I told him how I came to conclusion, I said, I popped your cassette player. I wanted to see the, how it functions, your, your AM, FM cassette. And I see on the cassette, uh, uh, you know what he told me? What? Very clever, he said. <laughs> I figured out that he's Turk. Right, because that's, right. that's the only countries I know that do all these. It's not, it's not O, it's not A. Right. Relating. Even elementary words in Hungarian is not simple. Uh, just like Russians, for example, uh, if I went to this Hungarian uh, town, a Russian school, of course, I'll tell you, as far as knowing Russian, when I opened my mouth in Russian, you wouldn't believe it, what they say here in Santa Monica. They think I was born in Moscow, and I pretend to be <laughs> Hungarian. Of course, I tell you why. Probably mimicking the words and listening is is these two and of course what i'm not telling you the most um, helpful in russian for me was the 10th soviet army 
30 months, I was the head of a pharmacy. They used my medical knowledge in making drugs. They didn't have an Eli Lilly and Merck and all that. I had to make those drugs by hand. <laughs> Mixtures. Yeah. And I I remember Novaya Zemlya, a new land in Russia, where it's 99% frozen everything. Soldiers had scabies left and right. You can oh, wow. imagine why. Lack of cleanliness. Right. Lack of, you see. So th that's what I picked up really mainly, the, the Russianized accent. And here, one more help was uh, we, we befriended a Russian couple in 79. And they came to buy an Omega. In, that, in those days, uh, Boyd Peterson, where I worked on Crenshaw, was an Oldsmobile and a Jaguar store. Right. And when I don't know if you're aware or not, but cars in America were bought like you order food in a restaurant. Right. Your parents came in. I have 150 cars in inventory. And, well, by the time uh, I was the manager, and the manager always had gas and demo as a perk. So they fell in love with my Regency 98, which was like a Cadillac the Elegance, uh, the color of the Vogue tires with gold rims, etc. And we said in the industry, they dehorsed me. They took my horsey away with 218 <laughs> miles. So we, we wouldn't need. But otherwise, you order the vehicle according to your spe specification. Oldsmobile even had a, mod, a slogan. Can we build one for you? Oh, wow. <laughs> and within six weeks, your car comes the way you desired. You don't wow. need to buy unwanted options. So why I'm telling you this, because ever since, uh, they uh, very quickly they promoted me. La later, about eight months into it, I asked Mr. Peterson, the owner, I said, why I was never trained? in this? Because they made me a manager. First, they made me in four months a closer. Why? Because one Saturday, I substituted the manager, and the gross profit was more than twice as what Mike McBride was doing. Oh, wow. So later on, they relegated him, you may even know the area, 54th and Crenshaw, closer right. to Slauson. Right. We had a Volvo and a uh, British Leyland dealership. I call them Zoom Zoom cars, you know, the yeah. TR7s and etc. Yeah. the ones that are making the noise. Right. So I became the general manager. Why I'm telling you this, because that's where I picked up the knowledge. But when my uh, I deviated uh, what I answered to my boss, no, when he answered to me, when I asked him how come I was not trained, he says, well, I uh, simply thought that you are a member of KGB because uh, by 75, he says, you lived in America only two and a half years and your English impressed me. He said. <laughs> so, that's he was right. playing it smart. <laughs> yeah, the Russian folks, for example, no, it's some linguistic ability. If the, uh, the reason... When Russian people speak, they still continue in their own mother tongue, you see? Right. And Russian is a soft language. Three simple letters, Mike, 
they are unable to pronounce. For example, any. Me, they don't say any. They say any, any, many. Yeah. You may yeah. have even noticed because in, yeah. in Los Angeles there are plenty of Russians already. Yeah. You can see now on the beach, I see them exercising about 120 of them. And the uh, instructor, of course, she she really makes out nicely. $15 a pop. She makes yeah. about pretty nice money, about $1,800 every su su Sunday. Wow. Times four. And the uh, Uncle Sam knows nothing about. It. Yeah, <laughs> but in seven I, grand, yeah. Once I joked with them when I came to California, there were not three Russians speaking in the whole town because Russia was an iron curtain. Right, right. Do you know regarding this? Your best uh, illustration would be my mother. We are Hungarian Jews, and uh, Mama's brothers lived out of nine children two survived those 79 death camps right and it took mom 27 years just to come and visit them from 45 wow. when stalin took over right until 72 december and the response in russia was always cookie cut the same hmm. in your in your request to visit United States is declined. Your request could be reevaluated in eight months. End of story. Wow. And that's for all those years. So this reminds me, I leave you with this best example about blowjob Clinton. Oh, God. You, you you naive Americans were given some fables on the when he was first uh, for president he was right. running in 91 they asked him under what circumstances were you able to travel to Russia in 1967 and the song and dance you were all given including you you had to swallow it he was a road scholar, my funny bone. You look at and and this this factoid I may have mentioned to you when we met. Did yeah. I or did I not? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. That's what I remember. Yeah. Because you looked exactly like Paul Allen. <laughs> and he was kicked out from Oxford for his Marxist views. Do you exactly. see how the twist and turn goes? Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, you know, that's a convenience position, right? That's a convenience position for power, so, yeah. Well, uh, there is no question. Yeah. And he was he was just as an empty uh, suit as Obama, basically. All of them. Except of them. he was shiftier because he's actually a narcissist. Both are. Yeah. Both. But but about Obama, I did tell you the most important part, where he got his philosophy. Uh, Franklin, I remind you, Franklin yeah. Marshall Davis Jr. Right. He is right. Angela Davis, card-carrying communist father. Do, do we need any more? Yeah. You got to remember what attracts people to those readings. I, from a, philo from a philo philosophical viewpoint, it's fine to read them. But that's the difference is the people who are attracted to them, meaning... They, they read them as a lessons plan because they don't have 
the concept or in the intellect to decipher what they really said. Right. So that's that's the problem. You know, that's that's the unfortunately those positions and those people often are shifty enough to find people who will give them power to continue because they want something, right? So it always yeah. boils down to the same thing. You know, are are you are you my prostitute or are you leaving me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which one are you? But I do know about I know the whole background of both that uh you you heard the name Saul Alinsky, no? Yeah, of course, of course, yes. Rules for radicals. Yes. Well, Hillary Rodham, Rotten, I call yeah. her Rotten. She was meeting him for coffee, corresponding with him. She's just as Marxist as he is. Incidentally, speaking of that, you know what I learned? What's that? I learned from Dennis Prager about Marxists that, and this will surprise you. MLK belonged to that group. Wow. And I'm not surprised. The Black Panthers in those days. Oh, yes. This was this was when you were no more than five years old. They were rebels. Uh, do you yes, know who I stopped do. all this, all these communist movement? Yep. The Gipper. Reagan stopped it cold. Yep. yep. But now the movement is picking Back up alive. steam big time. Right. But it wouldn't get too far. Yeah. Because well, you know, it's it's funny how it's it's a truth that you know, those in power rewrite the history, and because the next generation either doesn't have time or trust the history is true. But unfortunately, people forget these things. You know, when I, when I talked about the L.A. riots and I talk about the black and Mexican riots, people are mm -hmm. always stunned by it. I said, there was no riots against blacks and whites. <laughs> what are you talking about? Get it, get it out of your head. You Whoever told to you that? Say, you try to say one eek against Muslims. For some <laughs> reason, they always persona non grata. Do you yeah. not supposed to touch? <laughs> yes. Once again. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Do you know that my cereal became cold? Yes, I'll let you nice go. <laughs> to you. Stay healthy. Thank you. you too. And I'll be in Santa Monica in a couple of weeks and I'll give you a call. We can okay. go for a coffee. Okay. okay. Like you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.